Hey there, and welcome back to the Mini Weekend. I'm your host, Jack, and tonight we are coming at you with our 2022-2023 NBA season uh, preview, and I'm just going to cut right to the chase. First bold prediction for this Minnesota Timberwolves team in 2022-2023, the Minnesota Timberwolves will win 60 games and will get the number one seed in the Western Conference uh, standings. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, this is not um, Minnesota Timberwolves fan Jack. This is uh, the basketball fan Jack. Um, some of you may be thinking 60 wins, Bob, that seems crazy. Um, but with arguably the most talented and one of the deeper rosters, you look at the starters and the bench in the entire league, the squad has the ability to dominate during the regular season, especially in the first seven, eight games, getting off hot. 60 wins would also top the franchise, rec- the franchise record of 58, set by the 2003-2004 team, and will likely set the Wolves on top of the Western Conference Finals, or Western Conference Um it's also worth noting there have been 12 teams to win 60-plus games in the past uh, decade. Excuse me. Um, and all of those teams seem to have done pretty well. You look at Phoenix. Uh, last year, they won 64. They went all the way to the uh, finals. Milwaukee in 19. They made it, I believe, to the Eastern Conference Finals. Houston in 18. Um, you know, there are a lot of teams that have done it. Um, but... Um, I really believe in this Timberwolves team, and the reason I say that is because I urge you to look at this starting lineup, okay? You got D'Angelo Russell at the point guard, Anthony Edwards at the two, Jaden at the three, Carl Anthony Towns at the four, and Rudy Gobert at the five, okay? Just with that, you got D'Angelo Russell, who last year averaged just over 18 points per game in 65 games played. Uh, three and a half rebounds, seven assists, and then you got your stud in Anthony Edwards, who averaged a shade over 21 points per game last season, just under five rebounds per game, just over under four assists. Excuse me, and then your three, Jade McDaniel's, one of the better defenders in the league, averaged a little over nine uh, points per game last year. Excuse me, a little over four rebounds per game, over assist, and all just under a steal and a block per game. And then Mr. Carl Anthony Towns, 24.6 points per game last year, 9.8 rebounds, 3.6 assists assists per game, a steal a game, and just over a block per game. And then you add a big man in Rudy Gobert, who last year averaged 15.6 per game, 14.7 14.7 rebounds per game and two and a half assists per game. I got to say, we, we've talked about this before on this podcast that I do not like to put much stock into preseason. But if this preseason is any indication of how this team is going to go, we have so many guys willing to make the extra pass Um and find the open guy. You got Carl Anthony Towns really for the first time in his career being able to play the stretch four, which is his preferred position. You got um, De- uh, Anthony Edwards, um, you know, Jade McDaniels. It's going to suck not having a guy like Pat Bev anymore, but 
you gave him up in order to get arguably one of the best centers in the game right now. I think we're going to be okay defensively. Um, so, yeah, that is what I wanted to start you guys off with. My second bold prediction for this Minnesota Timberwolves team. Um, I got, what is it, one. I got two more. Um, excuse me, I got two more. Um kind of bold predictions and then then one that's like less than bold predictions. So then second bold prediction, the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to put three players in the all-star game this season. Uh, Gobert has been an all-star the last three seasons and Cat has been an all-star the past three seasons as well. Um, that in seasons he didn't suffer an injury, sorry. Both should be all-stars again. Who's the third? You guessed it, Mr. Anthony Edwards. If not this year, next year, this stud will be in the conversation for MVP. Year three is when stars like, at least for me, Luka Doncic, John Morant, took their teams to the next level. And there's no reason to believe Anthony Edwards will not do the same thing for the Wolves. He is an unbelievable talent. He's confident. And in my opinion, he's a lock to be an all-star. So, that is my second bold prediction for this team. Um, my third and final bold, bold prediction. This 2023 Wolves team will make the Western Conference Finals. Again, yes, you heard me correct. They are going to be in the Western Conference Finals. After experiencing this last year, how tough the playoffs are, there is no more excuses for the young but now experienced Timberwolves. Gobert is now in his 10th season. Cat and D'Angelo are both in their 8th year. And it's year number 3 for Jaden and Anthony Edwards. Now, I know what a lot of you guys are thinking. Jack, the West is stacked there. You know, we have teams like the Warriors, the Clippers, the Suns, Grizzlies, Grizzlies Mavericks, Nuggets, like Lakers, Pelicans. The, the list goes on. My point to you is this. If the Wolves earn the number one seed like I believe they will and win 60 games, I think on the low end, this team wins at least 55 games. I believe they're going to win 60. I think if they earn the number one seed, they're going to be big favorites against any number eight seed and will likely be favorite uh, in the semifinals, even if you're playing a team like the Warriors um, or the Lakers, which hot take one of my hot takes for the actual season, I believe Draymond Green will not, will not end the season for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Golden State Warriors have invested a shit ton of money in other guys like Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. After a season like this, Draymond Green is going to be a unrestricted free agent. And unless they are able to come to a team-friendly agreement during the season, which I believe they will not do, they will be forced to trade him um, instead of letting him walk for nothing. Uh, so that is a bold prediction um, for this season. Um, but yeah, uh, with you know following this Western Conference uh, bold prediction, I understand. Like, don't get me wrong. I know it's not going to be an easy road for the Wolves, but. As long as they can stay healthy and only get better as the season goes along, this team is capable of making a deep run in the Western Conference playoffs. Now, mind you, you know, we got to knock on wood. But, I mean, you look at the games played um, just from last year. Carl Anthony Towns, 74 games. Anthony Edwards, 72 games. D'Angelo Russell, 65. Jade McDaniels, 70. Um, 
And then um, you even look at a guy like uh, Gobert, and I want to say he played, where is it, 68 games. So, again, you look at the starting lineup of D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Jade McDaniels, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert. That's one of the best, if not the best, starting five in the league. And then you got guys like Jordan McLaughlin coming off the bench. You got a guy like Austin Rivers, who definitely has playoff experience and is a veteran in this league. You got Kyle Anderson, Nas Reed, uh, Tareen Prince, Jalen Noel. Um, I mean, you know, the, the list goes on. I mean, you look at guys like even Nathan Knight and Luke Garza and Wendell Moore Jr., you know, they, they showed up in preseason. They showed up in the preseason. Now, does that mean they're unbelievable? Not necessarily, but if their time and if their number is going to be called, they're going to be ready. They're going to be ready. Um, so those are wait, hold on. Those are my like bold, bold prediction for predictions for you guys. Um, and then my we're calling it a bold prediction, but it's less than thrilling. The Wolves are going to average 120 points per game. Like I said, you know, you've mentioned these, this team. Um, a lot of people might be thinking, geez, that's crazy. Mm, not really. If you look at the numbers last year, the Wolves led the NBA at 115.9 points per game last season. And they did that despite not being, or sorry, they did that despite being one of the worst defensive rebounding teams in the league. With Rudy Gobert in the mix this season, the Wolves should limit second chances, which should in turn lead to more offensive possessions and less points given up. <coughs> Excuse me, Gobert actually last season finished sixth in the NBA in offensive rebounding, which should give us plenty of second chance opportunities, <coughs> which is nearly a full offensive rebound more per game than Jared Vanderbilt. Um, so, like I said, all that means is more opportunities for us, more points for Minnesota. Um, it's also worth noting that scoring has boomed in the NBA over the past decade, but only one team has averaged 120 points per game, the 2020-2021 NBA champions, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, but they did that in a 72-game regular season, um, and I believe they're going to do it this year. So, um, yeah, I mean... Nonetheless, th those are my bold predictions for this year. Nonetheless, we have lots and lots of um, we have lots of storylines this season. Uh, what players are going to break out in the third season? When is LeBron going to be um, the all-time leading scorer in the NBA? Um, you know, you got uh, Ben Simmons coming back. You got Joe or not Joe? Uh, you got um, James Harden trying to. You know, prove everybody wrong. He's slimmed down apparently within the last year. He's dropped a hundred pounds and he looks like a lean, mean fighting machine. Um, so yeah, lots of things to watch out for this season. You know, and I have to say, I think it goes without saying. Um, you know, looking at seedings and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, obviously, with what I thought the uh, think the Wolves are going to do, they're going to win um, the. Um, Gosh, I can't even think of the division they're in. Um, it's I, I just wrote it down. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Northwest division. I don't know why they're in the Northwest. Truthfully, they should be in the Eastern Conference. That's neither here nor there. Um, they're going to win the Northwest division. We'll just start there. Um, you know, the Utah Jazz 
I think are going to huge a, take a huge back step. Not only uh, I think this last offseason, a lot of people felt they were going to deal either Gobert or Mitchell, not both. And the fact that they got rid of both and, in my opinion, didn't get a ton for them, um, they're going to take a huge back step. So last year we had uh, the Jazz winning it, the Denver Nuggets us getting in the play-in tournament, and then the Portland Trail Blazers and Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, for me, honestly, I got everybody um, doing a little better except for Denver and Utah possibly being in the tank for that Wembenaya guy. I got the Wolves number one. Denver's going to finish number two and get the five spot. Portland will finish three, a little bit over OKC for the final play-in game. And then OKC and Utah. This was tough for me because honestly, I think the Pacific for in the Western Conference and the Atlantic in the Eastern Conference, those are going to be the most competitive. And they could legitimately make a team from, you know, the Central, the Southwest, the um, Northwest or the Southwest not get into the playing tournament or the playoffs that maybe should. I, because I got the Pacific. There is four teams that should out of the Pacific make the uh, playoffs or the playing tournament, which I do. And there's four teams in the Atlantic, which I believe deserve to be in the playing tournament or um, playoffs, which I do as well. So um, the Pacific, as much as I hate to admit it, um, it's Golden State's to lose this year. Um, I got Golden State winning that one. I got the Lakers um, improving. You know, I think there are a lot of questions this year with regards to um, the Clippers and the Lakers. Who is going to be better? Um, and I just, I don't trust Kawhi Leonard and I don't trust Paul George. I know Kawhi Leonard is coming back. Um it's a hard read from both of them. Honestly, like I know Paul George probably will never leave the Clippers just from the standpoint of the guy is from LA. He wants to play for either the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, you just, you just don't know what you're going to get for them. Um, you can never, as long as LeBron is on the Lakers, you can't count them out, even though they were mathematically eliminated last year and only won 33 games. He was out, you know, with about for ten to twenty games with injury. Um, but I got the Lakers in second, um, getting the sixth seed. I got the Clippers, um, the third, taking the seventh seed, the first playing game, and then the Suns at eight. For the Southwest, I got Dallas getting better. I think Luca is going to be one of the favorites to win MVP this year. I think he's going to will. Uh, his team to a Southwest uh, championship. I got Memphis kind of holding on right there. Memphis only um, finished four games above Dallas in the standing, so I think it's going to be you know between the two of them, Dallas or Memphis. Whoever wins it, it could very well be decided by a game or two. Um, but they're going to be good enough to get the three. Dallas is going to get the three, and Memphis is going to get the four spot. And then, in my opinion. The New Orleans Pelicans did unusually well last year, 36-46, and 46, got the eighth seed for the play-in tournament. Um, without Zion Williamson, Williamson, 
And I really think if Zion is able to stay relatively healthy this season, I have no doubt in my mind they should be able to be in the middle of the pack there, getting the ninth spot in the play-in tournament. Um, and then I got Houston making a little bit of uh, getting a little bit better and San Antonio uh, taking a little bit of a backseat. I really think um, Popovich is going to, after a season like this upcoming season, will contemplate retiring just because he doesn't seem like the kind of coach that wants to just be ass his last couple of years. So that's what I got in the West. I got Wolves number one, Golden State number two, Dallas number three, Memphis number four, Denver number five, Lakers six, Clippers seven, Suns eight, uh, Pelicans nine, and Portland ten. Other bold prediction as far as the, um, the NBA is considered, Draymond is, like I said, Draymond will not finish the season as a member of the as a member of the Warriors. CP3 will also not finish the season as a member of the Suns. At some point, Father Time's going to catch up with him. He's no LeBron James. He's a great player. Um, but he's not due a, he's due a lot of money this season. He's not due a lot of guaranteed money over the next two seasons. And I think at some point this season, when they're kind of in their struggle, um, I mean, it's hard to win 64 games two years in a row. They're going to digress, even though they're going to be a good team. They're going to digress, um, and they're going to look elsewhere um, with, uh, for sure, CP3. So that's what I got for the Western Conference Finals. Um, another bold prediction for me. I've been hearing some things, so that's why I brought. I wanted to bring this up. Miami is going to be quietly listening to deals on Jimmy Butler. Um, they just... This Jimmy Butler project in Miami, Miami, sorry, has been very, um, how do I want to say this? How do I want to put this nicely? Um, not great. <laughs> um, after, excuse me, after they went to, um, uh, after they went to the NBA finals back in 2020, um, they've been very, uh, very lackluster. So, like I said, they went all the way to the um, NBA. They went all the way to the um, uh, the NBA Finals in 2020. The very next year, uh, in 21, they lost <clears throat> in the first round to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, who went on to win the entire thing. And then just this last season, um, they plowed through Atlanta and Philly and then just came up um, in a tough one against Boston. And, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, sorry for that little brain fart there. Um, but regardless, I still think, you know, uh, I still think as much as they're going to be quietly listening to those deals, I still look at this Southeastern Conference and it's Miami's to lose. I still think they're going to do well. <clears throat> um, I think they were they're going to make um, uh, a play uh, a good playoff appearance. I got them making the fourth seed. They're going to win the Southeastern. I think Charlotte's going to take a step in the next direction, and I got Orlando um, in third. Um, but just with how 
how dynamic that Atlanta conference is and how um, good the Bucks are. I got Orlando getting the 10th seed, and then ATL is going to take a back seat. And I got Washington going fifth in the Southeast uh, Division. Uh, so that's what I got for them. And then going up to the Central again, you know, you look at all these teams as um, the Bucks are a good team. There's no denying, you know, between Middleton um, and Giannis, there's just a lot of talent there. Um, but I look at this Bucks team, and they don't, ha- in my opinion, they don't have a ton of competition as far as the Central Division is concerned. I believe the Cavs got better myself. Uh, sorry, I think they got better. Uh, they got Donovan Mitchell, um, and this is a team that made the play-in tournament last year. I think they're going to make the five seed. I think Detroit's going to take a step in the next direction, and I got Chicago taking a back seat. Um, I really like this Chicago lineup. I just um, Lonzo Ball having another uh, surgery this offseason. I'm not sure how, how he's going to respond from that. You know, Demar is a little older. Uh, Caruso is getting older too. Um, they're still. I, I still think this is a team that could make some noise. Um, I hope I'm wrong about Lonzo because I really do like Caruso. I don't mind Lonzo. I think he's a good player. And I really do like DeMar, so I hope I'm wrong about them. But I got them, again, not putting everybody's records side by side. I got them just going a little outside of Orlando for that 10th spot in the playing game. And then Indiana um, just being in the uh, doghouse there. And then for the Atlantic, so... um, I think having Kyrie back for a full season, this Atlantic division is Brooklyn's to lose. Um, I would also keep in mind, keep an eye on what's going on in Brooklyn this year. The only reason I say that is because this is, I mean, shit, this is year, I think, three, maybe four of the Kevin Durant, fucking uh, Kyrie Irving, um, experiment um not really a bold prediction but hot take anything less than an nba championship may be finals appearance like losing in six or seven i think they're gonna blow this thing up i mean if if you like if you got studs in kyrie irving you got blake griffin you got ben simmons you got Kevin Durant and you're not able to go to the NBA finals or or you're you're not able to, you know, win the whole thing or even go to the NBA finals. I just that's a letdown. That's a letdown and I I think they should be looking elsewhere um if they're not. So nonetheless, I got them winning the Atlantic, uh getting the one spot in the East. Um I got Philly right behind them. I think, like I said, James Harden is on a mission to show people that, hey, like when he wants to play, which isn't often, um, he enjoys playing. Uh, Boston's going to take a step back. I think this Imea Doku thing, the head coach, I think that's really going to fuck with the team a little bit this year. Uh, They're going to take the sixth seed. Uh, Toronto Raptors will still kind of hang out in that playing game thing, and then I still think... The Knicks will be one of those teams that are young and fun to watch, but they're not going to be very good. Um, so yeah, in summary, I got uh, for the East, I got Brooklyn number one, I got Bucks number two, 
Philly, number three, Miami, number four, uh, Cavs, number five, Boston, number six, um, to round out playoff teams. And then playing, I got Charlotte at number seven, Raptors at number eight, Detroit at nine, and Orlando at ten. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, regardless, is going to be a fun, good season. Again, um, I'm really looking for the Minnesota Timberwolves to really capitalize on this uh, start to the season. Um, they're starting the season uh, not tonight, um, or sorry, not tomorrow night, um, but two nights from now um, on the 19th, and they will host Oklahoma City on the 19th, host Utah on the 21st, go to Oklahoma City on the 23rd, and then host back-to-back San Antonio on the 24th and 26th, host a very early in the season LeBron James-led Los Angeles team on the 28th, and then um, go to San Antonio on the 30th, and then November 1st, they go to Phoenix. So in my opinion, their first real test is November 1st. There's no reason, we're just going to have to wait and see, there's no reason they can't start the season 7-0. and um, But yeah, I <clears throat> again, a lot a lot of fun things uh, to look forward to. Um, for this season, I think Anthony Edwards is going to do nothing but just continue to get better. And, um, yeah, so that is what I got for you guys uh, tonight. Once again, coming at you with our 2022-2023 NBA season preview. Um, let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you think I'm a total asshat. Let me know if you agree. Um, and, um yeah, I'll leave you guys with, remember, this podcast is about you guys, the listeners. If you have a question you want me to address or a topic you want me to address as well, please reach out on Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter, or by emailing us. Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram handles are at MiniWeekend, and email is MiniWeekend at gmail.com. That's M-I-N-N-Y-W-E-E-K-E-N-D at gmail.com. And be sure to let us know if you'd like to stay anonymous with your questions as well. Also, find us and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter where there are giveaways and you can stay up to date on all things Mini Weekend. And lastly, make sure you hit that subscribe button to get notified of the new episode as soon as it comes out. Until next time, Mini.